Well, good morning, good morning. It's Pin Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's actually the middle of the night once again. I'm desperately trying to get myself back into my normal routine. But it's like I think I've been sleeping too much and just at the wrong hours. So, I don't know. I just said um, recently, uh, my last podcast... I told myself a while about a while ago, a while back, that whenever I am up and I can't go back to sleep, I'm going to work. I'm going to work online. I'm going to make some progress instead of sitting there, you know, twiddling my thumbs in a mindless, I don't know, days. So anyways, um, welcome to my show. I want to say thank you to all of my listeners from when I first started my podcast and all of my new listeners now I've just been trying to get motivated to do this every single morning do a different episode of my podcast every single day and just to keep at it um, if I don't do it before I start my official work day then it's so hard to incorporate it into the rest of my day but And, you know, I feel like I'm more motivated at the top of my day to cover different topics. So there's two things that I want to talk about today. I I really don't know if I'm going to talk about both of them. I think I'm going to at least get off what's on my mind um, on subject number one. So let's just get into it. Um, I want to go over a brief history about me and publication Um, ever since I was modeling way before I ever started pinup modeling, I always wanted to be in magazines. I always wanted to be a model and to be a published model. So pinup has definitely opened that door for me from my very first photo shoot that I ever did of my very first official pinup shoot where my hair was pinup and my clothes were pinup and I had done all the research and was just definitely going towards pinup and leaving the modern behind from my very first pinup shoot I was published so many times my very first one and I have to thank my photographer um, Chris I haven't spoken to him in years but it was a great experience um I think back to how simplistic our shoot was and the the thing that was the most important as far as the success of the shoot. Well, the two things is one, I was completely prepared and two, even though he had never shot any pennant before, his photography was top notch, top, top, top notch. So combined with me being prepared and his photography being very high quality, it was just an excellent um, experience. And I think we did two more or one more shoot after that. Um, he photographed a model of mine and again, excellent images. And he was just a really, really nice person. It was just a great experience. And then I got published. Now, I wasn't published right away because I was just getting in to the pinup industry and I started researching and I remember the first time 
that I finally found out I was published. It was a, a magazine that just wasn't very thorough, um, obviously, with their communication. And they published me, didn't even tell me. So when I found out, I was far from being upset. I was so excited and just so happy. And I think that that's one thing that Penup has done and is, you know, facilitates, um, you know, the opportunities for somebody brand new to be, to gain publication. And for people who want to showcase their work to the world, um, to different people, to the readers that that magazine, that magazines in general have, um, you know, to gain a spot and an issue with other top pinups or other beautiful aspiring pinups. And, you know, I just, I think pinup is for everybody. And that's one thing that I love about it. I mean, I'm in my forties. Oh no, I've said it. Hey, when I tell people I'm, I, I was born in the seventies and, you know, I'm pretty sure you can count. So yeah, I, um, you know, I think pinups for everyone, I, every race, every age. I mean, there's people who are, you know, in their fifties, of course, when you're 60, 70, 80, you, you can do anything and everybody wants to see you do it. But, you know, then there's that, that middle area where it's like, oh, you're modeling. How old are you? I'm sure people get that. Um, knock on wood. I've never gotten that, but I just, I know pinup is for everyone. It opens so many doors and opportunities for models who are gorgeous, but they're not six foot tall. They're not a size three and six foot tall. You know, um, I do love fashion modeling. I love it a lot. And there's so many opportunities now, of course, more than there was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. Um, and not everyone at a high paying level has to be, you know, the cookie cutter, carbon copy, quote unquote, you know, perfect model at six foot tall, extremely thin. Um, but you know, in glamour modeling that, that was never a factor. People always want to talk about how, you know, you have to be this and you have to be that. Well, for glamour modeling, you don't have to be six foot tall, you know, to do makeup ads and hair ads and huge, um, you know, companies for huge commercials for huge companies. You don't have to be that. You have to be beautiful. You have to be attractive. You have to have attractive features. And that's always been the case. Um, runway modeling is something that's totally within itself. And I still think there's a lot of opportunities because I work with a professional plus size model. I've been working with her for about a year now. And her success is tremendous. And I'm not surprised because I keep up on current events, but there's so many plus size models out there that think that there, there aren't that many opportunities and don't realize that there are more opportunities than there ever was. And, you know, the money's there, the, biz, the business opportunities are there. Um, the, 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 the opportunities in every aspect that is there for a re, you know a, a, a model that's not a plus size model they're still there for plus size models publication um, excuse me runway shows there's so many things um, that you can be involved in at a high level 
And like I said, I'm not surprised. I just am very excited for her success. And, you know, I realize what a lot of people realize is that, you know, you actually have to be in the city and state that these things are taking place. No one is just going to say, hey, let's just set up an event in your town so you can get paid, you know, and no one's going to say, well, you know, without experience, without an agent, without living here, um, we're going to pay you and fly you. And I mean, you have to really, really become established before things like that take place. But there are so many opportunities. And again, you have to, you have to have an agent once you start, you know, rolling with the big boys and you definitely have to be business minded and be willing to travel depending on where you live. Because, you know, to be a representative of some of these companies to model for them, just to, you know, I wouldn't say just because it's a big deal, but to be a product model and a clothing model for some companies, you actually have to live where they live because they only um, feature people and, and hire people that are being photographed by their photographer. I think people need to really keep that in mind if you're not willing to travel and able to travel. And also, you know, you have to travel sometimes just for go and for test shoots and, and hopes that you're going to get the job. So, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's the same to me. It's the same. It's, it's, it's nothing new. You know, you have to, to go after what you want. Sometimes it means that it's not just going to be in your, in your backyard. It's not going to knock at your front door, you know, might be thousands of miles away. You know, one of the best opportunities and it's like, are you ready to take advantage of it? Are you ready to, to explore, you know, by putting yourself out there? Most people think that, well, you know, I would do that. How much are they paying? I would do that. But are you qualified? <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways, I want to get um, back into full circle here on this subject. Um, publication has meant so much for me and to me since day one, you know, basically since the beginning of my career. And like I said, I think it's wonderful that so many magazines are publishing aspiring pinups and amateur pinups and, you know, giving them that platform and the resources to showcase their work and to put themselves out there. You know, I, I want to slide into this, this by saying, I know so many pinups um, that seem, and, you know, I'm speaking for people that I don't know, and I do know a few of them, but um, I'm speaking about, specifically about professional, people who I see as professional pinups. They have huge following on social media. You know, that's always going to be the basis of when I say something like that. Um, and they've made accomplishments in the industry. So many of them, you know, I've, I've yet to really come across a pinup that just does pinup. Um, almost every single pinup model that I know of that has made um, a name for herself and as a public figure, they all do something else. You know, they have a pinup academy where they style they went to school to be a professional stylist. Um, they're a clothing designer or a wedding gown designer. They, you know, there's, there's just so many endless things. There's pinups who 
have went into photography now, um, taking very, very good self-portraits and also they have a clientele base of their own and they're making money by doing photography. This was something one of my photographers spoke to me about um, at the end of last year, maybe the beginning of this year when we were talking and you know, it, it's difficult when you have time and you want to create and produce and there's so many things that you could be involved in. There's so many things that you are involved in and, you know, the resources aren't always there. So sometimes you have to be your own resource, just like going after opportunities. You know, if you don't have an agent that's doing everything for you, you have to actually get up and do these things. And it doesn't pay to be in magazines. So for someone to invest money, time, and skill and involve someone else's money, time, and skill and produce high-quality, excellent images um, that take editing, took time and money to produce for that shoot, and then the submission process um, obviously there's, there's something that the majority of people have in common that they're getting out of it, so to speak, as far as being published. You know, I've had so many people ask me, you know, why does it matter? And I've had so many people not really attack me, but just come at me like, well, why would I, why would I buy an issue? You know, I stopped submitting my, you know, pictures because, um, they don't pay you to be in it. Then you got to buy an issue. I mean, you know, a copy of an issue. It, I've just told people, you know, everybody does what they do for a different reason. You know, I don't, I, I tell people, why don't you go and ask everyone else what their reasons are, you know, of why I'm not here to answer the question. Why would you, I'm just here to tell you that publication is important to me. And it has been since the very beginning of my career for several reasons, not just to see myself in a magazine, not just to say, hey, everybody, I was in a magazine this month. I mean, honestly, my fans, I love them to death. I love you guys to death are so supportive. If I was never in another magazine ever again, I wouldn't lose a single one of them. Um, and I don't think I'd have a problem gaining other fans. It just depends on what angle you're coming at, um, what type of content you're posting and, and publishing on your own. You know, I have my own website. I, you know, I have my YouTube channel. I have my Twitter for my nudes and, and model mayhem for my nudes and implied nudes and topless. Um, and then there's Facebook and obviously Instagram, which is my favorite place to be these days. And, you know, it's, it's like, there's so many things that I can do and put out there that have absolutely nothing to do with publication. And I receive so much support. You know, I could literally take a, a self-portrait, because I don't call them selfies anymore. I don't really take that many selfies. Um, but I could, you know, set up my lighting and put on a nice outfit, slap some makeup on, put a wig on, you know, and take some really decent, you know, good pictures, if you ask me. And because I'm really hard when it comes to quality of photography, so I, I wouldn't be putting my work out there if I wasn't happy. I'm not saying I'm thrilled, like, oh, my God, I'm the best. No, um, but I'm happy with it. And I wouldn't be putting it out there if I wasn't. And it's like I get support. I get just as much support as if I post a picture um, that ended up in a magazine or more specifically, if I post a tear sheet of me in a magazine. 
I'm going to get around the same amount of likes and support as I would if it was a selfie, if it was a self-portrait. So, you know, I definitely don't feel like I've been involved as heavily as I've been involved in publication for just for my fans because, you know, they need to see me in magazines. I need to prove myself. You know, I don't feel that way because, you know, and this isn't putting anybody down. This is just a fact. I can end up in a very small magazine um, thrown into an issue with amateur pinups and aspiring pinups and mediocre photography and substandard even photography. And and then it's like, what is what is that really doing for me? You know, it's not like every single pinup magazine out there is huge, has a huge fan base, a huge reader base, does so much cross promotion and supports every single person that they feature and they're completely selective. I mean, that's just not the case. Yes, there are. I, I wouldn't even see a handful, less than a handful of publications in pinup that are very selective that only choose the highest quality images, um, show a lot of support for the models that they feature, and, um, you know, are, are putting out quality issues and have a huge social media fan base. And again, are very are selective in who they choose to feature. There just isn't a ton of pennant magazines that are that way. Now, that's a fortunate thing you know, for photographers and, and, and pinups who are amateurs and aspiring and just, you know, kind of putting out the mediocre level of quality. It's great because, you know, for them, once again, they get that opportunity. So, you know, I think it's the opportunity that publication can bring. Um, but I know, like I was saying, I'll go back to that. So many pinups that, I feel like if you're in the pinup industry, you know them. And they do not see, again, I'm speaking for people that I don't know. And for those that I do know, I, I still don't like speaking for people. But it's assumed, it's presumed, like you see, that they just don't care that much about being published. They're not, um, it doesn't seem, it appear like they're running to be published every single month and every, and any pinup magazine that they can be in. Um, they've been the ones that I'm talking about that have been published. It was only in the top pinup magazines when they were. And if you just, if you follow their careers, you just don't see every month, even every other month, they're like, I'm in this publication. I'm in this magazine. No, they're not. I mean, most of the, the top professional pinups that I follow and I've followed their career for a while, they're involved in so many other things. You know, I personally don't think it hurts. It, it would hurt. I mean, if you're established and you're well-known, you have a huge following and you have professional high-quality images, why not submit them? It really doesn't take that long. If you've done it before, it's not difficult. Um, it definitely doesn't take long. You know, if it's a quality set, you know it's going to get picked up by the first magazine that you submit to. So it really doesn't take that much effort. It takes way more effort to get ready for a shoot, way more effort to do a shoot, way more effort to edit images um, and be patient on waiting than it does to actually, you know, it takes longer to set up for a shoot than it does to actually submit. 
So I've always looked at it like, why not? Whatever your plans are, unless somebody's buying the rights exclusively to your images, um, whatever your plans are for your photo shoots and your images, why not throw publication in there? I mean, I really don't think that it's hard for people who have quality images, um, a, a quality set, a variety of poses and facial expressions, a beautiful model, excellent, you know, fabulous clothing, uh, top-notch styling. I just, you know, to me, whatever your goal is or are, your goals are for a specific shoot, I just don't think it's that difficult. And it's definitely not that time-consuming to go ahead and throw publication in there. Um, if you're established as a pinup, there are plenty of magazines, pinup magazines, that will place an ad for you. So maybe you don't want a whole set published or you don't have a whole set, but you can create an ad with a single image and shop it around to a couple pinup magazines. Most likely they will place the ad for you. Again, if you've been published many times with them, if you have a huge social media following, if you're gorgeous and you know, you have excellent images, I don't see why they wouldn't. And for me, I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, why not add that in? Most of the pinups that I know that are making money at a, at a professional level within this industry um, are using their images to make money. They're not using their images to get published. I mean, some are not doing that at all. So I've just, for me and my career, I've just always looked at it like it's a bonus, you know, because most of my shoots from the beginning of my career until now have all been specifically for publication. But then I realize that there's other things that can be done with my images and it depends on your relationship and your uh, exact agreement with your photographer, which is another reason why I like taking self-portraits because I own the rights. You know, I own the copyrights. I don't have to worry about uh, getting images that I feel like need additional editing, that I feel like are t totally low quality. I wasted my time. I've never felt like that when I photographed myself. And yeah, it's time consuming to edit, but I've been editing images of myself that other people have taken for years now. And it's like, you could tell by the sound of my voice. Um, it's nothing new. It's nothing shocking. I'm not thrilled, but at the same time, it, it's given me a lot of practice and I'm in the position where I can do things for myself now um, because of the experience that I've gained in that area. But I've just always considered it a bonus. You know, it's like, you know, if you have a website and you're selling membership or you have a website and you're selling images or calendars or things like that. Um, I think that's excellent. There's people who are making money from their YouTube channels. There are people who are making money by being social media influencers. And there's a couple ways you can make money doing that. Um, and then they go ahead and throw publication in there because, you know, they're still putting themselves out there and want to showcase their work to people who are in the same industry. Because I think that the majority of people who buy magazine issues, pen-up magazine issues are the ones whose work is inside. Whether it could be a, a stylist or a designer, which is probably on the lower end of the people who buy, um, but models and photographers, you know. So to showcase your work to other people, other professionals, I think is excellent. Um, and, and just, you know, one thing about 
this entire subject is it's really hard to place a value on seeing your work in print you know print is has been dead for like so long you know everybody reads the news online everybody researches online i mean the day of the encyclopedia and hardcover books are just not really there for the majority of the people like it used to be the internet has totally changed everything so i mean you can put yourself out there if you have hundreds of thousands of followers i mean you're most likely going to reach more by posting something which is publishing on like facebook or instagram than a small magazine with very few readers you know but at the same time they may still small magazine or big they may still have fans that have not heard of you, fans that have not begun to follow you, people who will eventually become your fans. But I think, you know, overall, the people who are buying magazines, um, pinup magazines, are the people who are in the issues. So, you know, you, it depends on how you want to look at that. But I just have always considered it a bonus. And to receive a magazine that you've been in, you know, one of the things I remember is going to the chiropractor with my mom one, one time. I couldn't even drive. And I took uh, one of my magazines that I was in. I, I brought it with us so she could look at it. And she was looking through it. And it just made me feel, it was just a, an awesome feeling to be sitting there with my mom and for her to be reading an article. Um, this is early on in my career, this, this time that I was published. So this was... A long time later, it just was an older issue, an older copy. And for her to read, you know, the interview that I did in there and to see my images was just priceless. I'll never forget it. I remember another time it was one of, one of my very first covers and I ordered it and I handed it to my husband. I think he paid for it and that particular copy and he was holding it and I took a picture of him holding it. And he was in his work uniform, drinking his beer and looking at the cover of a magazine I was in. And again, it's just, it's priceless. And, you know, those, that feeling, those feelings um, is like massed a hundred times over when I'm thinking about holding it, you know, the first couple times I've ever held a magazine that I was in and print. It was just, I was overwhelmed. I was just extremely happy you know extremely happy so I think that you know that is the majority of the reason why people are doing it um, and then let me let me break it down to all the photographers out there that say they refuse to submit their work and not get paid well is it paying you to post I mean you know I think it's, it comes down to more like it's the it's a power trip thing it's more like well it's my work I own the rights and I want to decide where my pictures are going to be seen. That's great. But you're not getting paid on Instagram. You're not getting paid on Facebook. Sure, there are people who are, but these particular people are not. They don't have anywhere near the amount of fans that a company would, you know, deem enough to pay them to do sponsorships and things and partnership ads and things like that. So it's like, it's more of a power trip. And it's like, yeah, nobody's disputing that these are your images. Nobody's disputing that you own them. Nobody's disputing that they're fabulous. Nobody's begging you or forcing you or even suggesting 
that you submit your work. If you don't want to submit it and you want to post all day for, for free and not make any money, then by all means. But, you know, to say that they don't pay you, but yet they're making money off of you. Well, you know, whose fault is that? You know, if you're not making money off of your images, whose fault is that? I don't understand why, why publication has to be intertwined with that. You know, because there are plenty of people who have been published who do get published and are not making money that way, but they're making money other ways. And as far as photographers go, um, almost all of the top pennant photographers that are well known, and we're talking about from overseas to here in the United States, um, are involved in publication. And the reason why it matters to them is because they are making money. And how are they making money? Because their clients want to be published. I know models that specifically shoot with pinup photographers that specialize in pinup for more than one reason. It's because they specialize in it. They have the knowledge because they specialize in it. They have the resources, the equipment, the backdrops, the props, everything that's needed for a pin up shoot. They may have pinup stylists available. They may have a pinup wardrobe for their clients to utilize. Everything that they do surrounds pinup and they specialize in pinup. And then they offer publication. There are photographers, pinup photographers, that either have their own pinup magazine and still their work is published in others, or um, they are just simply. 90%, 100% of their customers want publication. So that's how people are making money from it. That's why it matters. When you can tell um, anyone, anybody from an aspiring amateur pinup all the way to a professional pinup that is interested in having their work published for whatever reason, and they want to book a, a photo shoot with you, and you can guarantee them publication, there's your reason why. That's your reason why it would matter to you. Um, there are photographers that shoot trade all the time. There are photographers that do aerial photographs, that do event photographs. People that really don't have that much use um, and their clients don't have that much use for publication. Okay, but there are so many other people that specialize in pinup and vintage and that's one of their main niches. That's one of the um, unique features and services that they offer their clients and their clients like I said 90% of them if not a hundred percent that's why they book a shoot with them not just to get high quality photography but to work with somebody who actually knows about pinup to work with somebody who actually has their own studio with pinup props and backdrops and pinup clothing and vintage clothing and then the bonus is, okay, well, I want to be published. This photographer is on staff. This photographer has their own pinup magazine. So I know girls that do that all the time. I worked with someone uh, a couple of years back when they came here to, to Las Vegas for Viva, the biggest pinup and rock, the biggest rockabilly event in the entire world for, I think this will be 22 years coming up. I think this was the 21st year. Um, this year and I know models specifically like I said one that I worked with before that you know that's what she's interested in she's not interested in booking photo shoots 
just just to book photo shoots. She wants publication. That's what she pays for. And every year that she comes here, she books one or multiple shoots with specifically with pen-up photographers. And these are all photographers that offer guaranteed publication. That's what people are paying $300 a shoot for. That's what people are paying $500 a shoot for. Not to get pictures just to post and not make a dollar. Not to get pictures um, to just showcase to the amount of fans that they have. But to be published. To gain publication. And I'm sure a lot of those models who are business minded are also wanting to buy the rights. So they can sell autographed copies of their pictures. Which a lot of models sell autographed copies of magazine issues they've been in. So, you know, there's just so many different ways that, you know, I stopped explaining to people a long time ago why publication meant so much to me, why it means so much to me, um, you know, is because of my clients. You know, even if I, t I take away the aspect of my career, which I'll never take that away, but I mean, just take that out of the equation and, um, it's my clients, you know, the, cl the people that I style before I ever started photographing models. When I was just styling um, and setting up shoots through my academy, most of my clients, that's what they want. It doesn't matter what their age is, what their height and weight is, um, what their social status was, is, will be. Uh, that's something that they have in common. It doesn't matter what size dress they are, what color hair they have. Most models that come to me want publication. And it's also because that's how I market my business. I'm not just saying come and get your hair done for your next event. I would have a lot less business if I did that. But I love styling models. I love um, writing articles. That's the second part of my career where publication matters to me because I'm a columnist and I have my own columns and I have been a writer for Pennant Magazines for years now. Because of that, I'm off, I'm able to offer guaranteed publication for the most part. Um, it is obviously going to depend on the skill level, um, how the pictures turn out. Each photographer has their own style and their own level of quality. And then the same thing with models. They have their own skill level, if they're comfortable or not, if they can do a variety of facial expressions and poses. You know, I've been there to guide people, especially when I'm photographing them, obviously. And then some people just are not comfortable. They, um, or maybe they were unprepared, things like that. So I cannot guarantee. But for the most part, yes, you know, that is how I advertise. That's how I promote my business. And 85, 90 or more percent, I mean, I just don't have a clue, but the majority of my clients, that's what they want. They want to gain publication. I have one client currently that I do believe she appreciates it, but it's not something that is one of her goals. It just isn't. And in my opinion, I don't think it's her goal at all, but I will just go out on a limb and say, it's just not her top priority. It's not a top goal for her, but for everyone else it is. And these are women from all walks of life. They all look different. They all act different. They all have a different background when it comes to modeling. They all have different responsibilities outside of photo shoots. And one thing that they have in common besides wanting to get dolled up, have fun, 
and take pictures is they want to be in pinup magazines. So again, I think it's great because look at the majority of my clients are aspiring pinups. They're amateur pinups. They've either never done it before or they've only done one or two shoots. And this is something that they want to invest in, that they are investing in. And so that's why it means something to me. I mean, if I could give one direct answer to someone asking me, you know, a photographer that says, well, they, magazines don't pay. And so why should I do it? Why are you doing? Why would you do? Because my clients are paying me and they want publication. So to me, in my eyes, it's a win-win for everybody because no matter what, you can always add your pictures to your online portfolio. You can always print out your own pictures. You know, you can always um, add pictures to your own website. You can, if you have the rights, you can sell your pictures. You can print them into calendars and posters and you can sell them. You can print out your own magazine issue. You know, if you learn how to do it and you have the resources and the knowledge, um, there's so many things that you can do. And I think that adding publication in can definitely be a bonus um, because you can do all of those things and you can still gain publication. And like I said, the reason why, the biggest reason why it matters to me when you take away the, the aspect of my modeling is because of my clients. My clients are paying me and they want to gain publication, period. That's why it matters to me. That's why uh, pennant photographers use the phrase guaranteed publication. That's why a lot of pennant photographers started their own publications because they're working with a, a, a large amount of models throughout the year. They um, are online and putting themselves out there and, you know, featuring people on their pages. Maybe they have a pennant page and they're featuring models. And it's like, I can tell you right now, the majority of those models do want to gain publication. So it just makes sense, especially when they these photographers have their own clients. I don't think it's going to hurt. I've just, you know, I've met women that were in their mid fifties that I styled. I just saw one, one lady that I styled a couple years ago at Viva and hooked her up with a different, with the photographer at that time and two different photographers. And she has gone on to continue to be published. I was just publishing an issue of a magazine that she's in and she had like a three, four page spread and she's in her mid fifties. Um, then I've had models that were, you know, 17. I'm like, no, you're too young. Um, and 18 year olds, which I would rather not work with. I'd rather it be 21 or older because I, I'm not somebody who wants to get involved with dealing with parents and things like that. And usually 18 year olds do. Now you'd be surprised. I have worked with a couple 18 year olds that showed up on time, prepared, had their money. They were ready. They were energetic. And, you know, for 18, my gosh, you know, they were really doing it and they did not have a parent with them. And, um, you know, just trusted working with me for the first time coming to my home. So, you know, it, it, like I said, across the board, that's what everybody has in common is wanting to gain publication as far as my clients. And I think a lot of people can do that. I've seen um, photographers do that. That is how they advertise. They don't just say, you know, come get your pictures taken, you know, or my rates are really good. Da, da, da. You, you say magazine publication, boom, you start to open the eyes and the ears lift up, so to speak, of a different um, type of clientele. 
That's not to say that people aren't making money and can't make money without offering that, without being involved in publication. But that's the reason why it matters to me. That's how I'm making money because I have the opportunities and the resources and my columns to say, hey, I I need a model to feature. I need a couple models to feature in this article that I'm writing. And I have the clients for that because my clientele's base, my clientele base is it stems from um, the publication. They, my models, my clients, they don't just want styling. They don't want just styling and images, you know. And, I, you know, it's just, it's a service. It's a bonus. It's, it's my niche that comes along with the niche that I already have, which is specializing in pinup and vintage. So there you go on that. But on the flip side, um, you know, and this is just emotion because nothing's really really changed. I would say, you know, in the past five years, so many magazines, pinup magazines have just dropped off that were established and dropped off and never came back. There are some that have taken, you know, periodically they've taken breaks and they've come back here and there. Um, But there just aren't as many as there were when I first began. I remember one December, I was in like nine different issues so that's nine different magazines. Um, I don't even I don't even see nine different pinup magazines anymore. And a couple that are still going, I stopped working with them because they were publishing my images and not telling me until after the fact. Which once you get established, you'll realize that that's not a good thing, and it's not common. Um, the the communication was poor. And I just, you know, or they said that they were going to to do something like, you know, a cover or just whatever. And then they went back on their word. It's like, I'm done working with these people. There's too many other options. And so that just kind of reduced the number of magazines that I actually submit to. But for the most part, it's these magazines that come along that have never published an issue. And then they never do. They get submissions. They get people wasting their time and energy and then they never publish an issue and they they don't respond and they're just they're done their page might even still be there but there's nothing going on then there's brand new magazines that start off publishing and then stop and it's just like wow boom you know for seven months eight months nine months and you know for 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 people to go into to depth about their personal life I, I don't feel like it's necessary I understand when you've worked with somebody directly, feeling comfortable enough to go to them and tell them that. Um, But I just don't think, I mean, making a general announcement is fine. I just don't think that it is necessary to go on and on and on about how things in your life are still the same. I mean, I, I personally think, you know, just keep the business and just make the announcement. We're taking a hiatus due to um, some unforeseen issues. We don't know when we're going to be back. And then leave it at that. And when you're back, say, hey, we're back. You know, when you're officially back, not, hey, um, we're back, we'll be answering emails. And then all of a sudden, two more months passes. I mean, and then you come back with the same thing. Well, this is what's going on with my family. I love you. We all love you. A complete stranger that I've never met and I'll never meet in person. I love you as much as I could with any other stranger that's going through something. I'm a human being. I have health problems. I have personal issues. I've had them. Um, 
and I will because I'm a human being. I, I have a marriage. I ha- I'm somebody's daughter. I'm somebody's mother. I'm somebody's sister. I'm somebody's best friend. There is life. And I do think that giving a general explanation and just saying, hey, this is or updating, so to speak, there's nothing wrong with that. But then I say, leave it alone. Why keep coming back saying that you're publishing soon and you're going to be, you know, responding to emails and please submit and all the and then boom, another month passes, two more months passes, five more months passes and nothing, nothing's being done. There's no production. So there's a lot of unfortunately, there's a lot of magazines that have just folded. And, you know, I don't think it's fair to expect everyone to break down and sincerely care. I just, you know, it's like, okay, well, we have to move on now. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, you're going through this and, you know, there's absolutely nothing that I can do to help or anyone else for that matter. So I don't understand how, you know, I just, I just don't think that it's fair to put people in the position to, of being the bad guy because they're not showing so much emotion um, as other people may be doing. I, I just don't think that's fair. I think you should just keep it business, you know, and don't expect, you know, everyone to be willing like a year later to start submitting again when, you know, they had to go through so much during that year with that specific magazine. But anyway, that wasn't my point. Um, my point is there's there are less pinup publications to submit to. And, you know, for me, I, I just I think I've reached a point where I'm I'm just getting I'm getting burned out on it. I, I think that if, if publication for me, I'm talking about my career now, I'm not talking as a pennant model, I'm not talking about my career as a stylist or a columnist or a business owner. I'm talking about me specifically as a pennant. I still feel the same way. Like, why not? If I have all these goals for a shoot or one main goal, why not go ahead and get the images published as well? for so many reasons that that will always be the reasons. Um, there's so many good things about it. And I just, I don't see eliminating that in my career until my career is over. Publication has meant so much to me as far as I have an ultimate goal. I don't talk about it. I don't post about it. I'm not going to say I haven't, but I just don't make it a point because I don't even know. Honestly, I really don't even know how far away I am from reaching it. I think if I get to the point, I mean, when I do, um, I think my career as a pinup will probably start to fade. Isn't that weird? Because it's my ultimate goal. I I think that I'm going to make a conscious decision to retire after I reach this goal. So I don't know. For those of you that love my pinup, hopefully I won't reach it anytime soon, right? But anyway, I have an ultimate goal and being published has everything to do with this goal. And at the same time, this goal has nothing to do with being published. So it's kind of like what I say, all these little small achievements that I'm able to, you know, things I'm able to succeed at. Um, Every time I'm published and I, I talk about it, we talk about it for a day or two, then the next day it's like, who cares? I care. Because all of the times that I'm published, it all adds up to my ultimate goal finally being achieved. And I didn't expect to succeed at this goal in the beginning of my career because I didn't even have it as a goal. 
And now that I do, and now that I have, it's something that I have to go after. And every small achievement matters. Every time I'm published matters. And it all adds up to the success. And I cannot reach this ultimate goal without the achievements and the recognition the publication brings, period. So that's another reason why Penup is, is, you know, as far as publication goes, is important to me because I have an ultimate goal in mind and it isn't just gaining publication in a certain issue. I'm, I'm just beyond that. I've been beyond that. Um, my work as a columnist and being published under my Penup name also goes towards my ultimate goal. So publication really, really does matter to me. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> um, and it has everything to do with being a public figure in the way that I'm, the way that I've already built my brand. It's, it's a part of my brand. You know, um, all the companies that I'm modeling for, that I'm going to be modeling for, I honestly, I think, it, again, it's a bonus. They're excited to see me modeling in their clothes on the cover of a magazine or inside of a magazine issue. They're excited about it, but that is not why they hired me. That's not we've, why we've gone into partnership. That's not, you know, has nothing to do with why they were interested in me representing their company. I don't think that any of them actually care to the point where they were like, wow, really? No, because the first thing they want to see is your social media numbers. They want to see how much of an impact you have on social media. They want to see your brand. What have you built it on the past couple of years or whatever, however long you've been doing it. Um, saying that you've been published hundreds of times and had all of these covers. Um, I just don't know. I, I really, I'm saying, I, I think it's a bonus. I think it's a bonus. It does not hurt. It's not going to hurt because that's how you've established yourself. That's how you've built your brand or that's how you're building your brand. But I don't think that that's initially why any company is going to hire somebody um, or going to partnership with them, sponsorship ads and things like that um, because of that. But, you know, like I said before, it's kind of like the chicken, chicken or the egg. I mean, most people who have hundreds of thousands of followers definitely got that way by content. And content can be posting chair sheets, can be promoting magazines that you've been in. Um, it could be you holding a picture of a magazine you've been in. Content is content. And if you've built your brand and part of your brand has to do with you being a public figure and you being a, 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 a published pinup model, then that did help you gain your fans and your followers. And that's when it matters to these companies. So I wouldn't say it doesn't matter in general. I'm just saying t when you go to them, I don't think that it really holds much merit when you start talking about publication. I think it, it probably does depend on the company, but they want to see your social media numbers. They want to know how you've built your brand, what you've built your brand on, and how much influence you have in fashion, in, me in the media, um, in pinup, and whatever it is the company you know, beauty products, whatever. Um, so I, I try to keep all of this in mind because, you know, I woke up just thinking about how it's just, it's starting to get played out with certain magazines because I, I honestly feel like whether you're, you know, 
established and known as a pinup and have donated endless amount of content to their magazine for several issues or several years and numerous countless issues it just it you know you you feel like you're just thrown into the issue with everyone else um they're not interviewing you to ask you things that they want to know because they're not that curious they're not interviewing you to ask you things because they think that they're readers which i'm positive they would be um curious they're not doing that you know you're just here you go you know you were published in this issue and then the very next day it's over with i mean it just doesn't it's so much time and work and effort and creativity and just it's like blood sweat and tears even in the smallest shoot when you're passionate about your craft as i am and the investing in the money the investing in the equipment my photographer's time etc studios locations etc etc it's like then it's like here you go you know you're on page 3 and 4 and then that's it now i'm not saying every magazine does that but for the magazines that do it it's just for someone like me i've been published over 700 times it's starting to get old it really is see i have to continue to be published to succeed at my number one ultimate goal so i'm not saying oh i should be paid or i this isn't equal no it takes a lot of work to publish one single issue of a magazine a lot of work people well, try doing it and then tell me they don't deserve to make money um i think it's a win-win for everybody when it comes to my clients because they're paying me for styling they are investing because they want to gain publication that's a success and then magazines are getting the content they needed and they're making money because of the hard work that it takes to publish one issue i'm telling you you publish one issue by the time you publish it you it's already time to start working on the next issue if you already haven't been so there's a lot of work involved i'm just saying it just you know i'm not saying i'm i'm a top pinup model in the industry but for somebody who's been involved in pinup for 5 years and from the beginning of my career i've gained publication i've worked with some excellent photographers i've been on staff at different magazines contributed so much content and i've never asked for anything in return besides the hard work that they put out and the exposure and the recognition and you know just like i said having resources for my clients because that's how i get paid is that's my livelihood there's there's my monthly income is from my clients and they all for the most part they all want publication but when i take those aspects out it's just really hard for me to grasp um the motivation that i'm supposed to keep getting to do these photo shoots specifically for magazine publication and then i'm just thrown in the issue there's no interview involved there's no you know um you know full you know full spread of me there's no well and this is not to say that i haven't had these things i have them i get them and i still do it's the fact that of the max some some and specific and certain magazines just aren't doing this and they don't do any cross promotion online if they do maybe they feature one person that they've published um here or there but for the most part it's like i feel like i'm doing a lot more 
on the promotional end. I'm doing blogs of my shoots and adding my tear sheets and promoting the magazine. I'm cross promoting in hopes that the cross will be there, you know, that it's reciprocated. And I just, I'm, I'm just feeling burnt out on it right now. Not for my clients, not for my columns, but for me. I'm just like, okay, what is it really doing for my career for me to be thrown into an issue of a magazine? That magazine never posts my tear sheets. They never did any sort of interview or special feature on me. Again, not every magazine I'm talking about for the ones that fit this description. And I'm just asking myself, you know, what's the importance of it? Um, Especially small magazines, really, that just do not have a huge fan base. They don't do a lot of cross-promotion. And it's like, unless it's a, a cover, what is it really, really doing for my career? So I feel like I have power over all of that. Nobody's forcing me to be... Um, a part of the pinup publishing side of the industry as far as my career as a pinup goes. You know, I just know that my energy and my focus has severely changed since about February of this year when I first officially began being a clothing slash product model slash social media influencer. I just, my focus is, is different. And yeah, it has a lot to do with money because, you know, hey, I, I, um, I'd I'd like to make money off of my career and I'm never going to make money directly as a pennant model directly by gaining publication, but I can gain fans, fans help bring money, um, and things like autograph copies, things like that. Yes, I can, I can make money that way as well, but I'm just starting to get a little burnt out. I think that my advice would be just because I've been in the industry on so many sides of it to, the new magazines, pennant magazines that are coming out, and also the ones that just seem to be at a standstill and aren't, you know, really gaining any followers, aren't really, you know, getting the top pinups to submit to their magazine. I think that they should start cross-promoting more, start doing more features on specific models, um, start doing more for your cover models, you know, um, more, way more you know, start, start doing interviews, start doing lengthy articles on a certain model. I mean, that is going to, to give someone like me the inspiration to continue to submit, especially to the smaller magazines. It just, I don't know, I'm just feeling burnt out, like on the whole situation, because I just feel like I'm giving and giving and giving and giving. And it's more than just giving content and receiving, you know, equal trade because of all the work that magazine publishers do. I just feel like when you reach a certain point in your career, you know, you ask yourself, why am I doing so much? You know, what am I, what am I truly, truly getting out of this? Because, you know, you can have your own magazine, you can have your own followers, you can do all of these things. So there has to be something special there involved when you've worked so hard to establish yourself you're not brand new you know you've paid your dues you're still paying your dues and you're still investing it's like okay what am I really investing this money and this time for you know you ask yourself that after you've been published so many times it's like there's got to be a little bit more and there's nothing wrong with wanting more and expecting more demanding more 
um, and investing to get more in your career. But anyways, I have less than a minute left. And so I'm done with this podcast and this episode. Anyways, thank you for all the support. And I'm going to continue to submit and continue to be featured in magazines. I just think that uh, a lot of the smaller magazines could definitely learn a lot from the bigger magazines and the bigger magazines. It wouldn't hurt them to Um, you know, to make their models feel a little bit more special and do something unique that other magazines are not doing. So I'll see all of you on social media. Thanks for listening. Ciao.